Hi everyone, this is Raven and Campbell from Musicals, and we'd Hello. like to talk to you today about a nonprofit music education group that we are partnering with. Yep, we'd like to talk to you about Education Through Music. They partner with under-resourced schools to provide music as a core subject for all children. And they utilize music education as a catalyst to improve academic achievement, motivation for school, and self-confidence. Exactly. So they work with 52 different partner schools throughout New York City, um, and they work with them to institute sustainable music education programs by hiring qualified teachers, matching them with the school, and really equipping the teachers with the tools to succeed and be able to provide quality music education to all of the students attending that institution. So we think, you know, from this podcast, we think it's incredibly important to provide music education to all children, um, that everyone should have access to it to help, you know, really instill those lifelong passions that have been so influential for Campbell and I. So we believe that supporting this organization is the way you can support our podcast. Yep. And you can do so by going to p2p.onecause.com slash boozicals. Again, that's letter P, number two, letter P dot one cause dot com slash boost and yeah you can really uh help these kids if that's what you're into support the youths okay. shut up that's don't <laughs> don't don't patronize me really. okay uh, i don't need you enjoy the episode i'm done with this <laughs> Hello, Raven, <laughs> and welcome back to Boozicals, listeners. The I thought you were saying that to me, and I was like, thank you. Okay, yeah, welcome back to your own <laughs> fucking podcast, Raven. Welcome back to Boozicals, the podcast where we abuse each other yep. and get drunk and talk about musicals. Yep. Here we are. We've done it again. Here we are again. Back at it again. Damn, Daniel. <laughs> What's Daniel. up? How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good today. It's a really nice day. I didn't really get to enjoy much of it outside, but that's mm. what the weekend's for, luckily. Um, I don't know. It was a productive day, which is kind of gross, good. but I don't know. It is now the, like, end of my work week. Like, end of the work day on a Friday. And I don't know how else I'd rather spend it than with you, Raven. Oh, I could think of a couple of ways. Um, I... <laughs> <coughs> Scoff? Gasp? <laughs> um, I had a pretty good day. Yesterday was my real productive day. Um, but the last couple your fake of productive hours day. have been very productive for me. Good. Because um, um, again, now we're here and I'm hanging out with friends tonight and all tomorrow. And Sunday's going to be a me day and it's going to be great. Oh, that sounds really nice. You're staring at me. Would you like me to ask you what music you've been listening to, Raven? No, I'd actually like to ask you what music you've been listening to. <laughs> <You're so annoying. laughs> um, I've been listening to a lot of different kind of music. Um, I've been trying to catch up on like some of the bands I like. I do like. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them have released like new albums like within the past few weeks. Like today, I believe, Half Alive. Uh, release Give Me Your Shoulders Part 1. I started listening to it. It's really good. Um, and Mother Mother released this year, 2022, uh, their nice. album, new album Inside, uh, the deluxe version. Um, and I've been enjoying that as well. So I don't know. Just trying to like keep up to date with bands I like is what I've been doing. What about you? 
Um, I've been discovering a lot of new music because uh, fun fact new about New Music me, Friday. I don't listen to new music. Um, all no. of the music I listen to is the music I already know. And I don't really listen to the radio. I don't listen to like song radio. Oh, I listen to song radios occasionally. Uh, but this time um, I was like, I'm just going to listen to like a random pop, like uh, playlist on Spotify. And I wanted to listen to R&B. So I had like the new jams playlist and it's got some dope jams um so i started listening like ella mai um, or ella may i'm not entirely sure how to pronounce her name um taisha amber mark just a lot of really cool artists um there's just a lot of really good music being made out in the world and i was like oh i should probably start listening to this (laughs) yeah like so many times i like find myself as like i like what i like i'm just gonna listen to that all the time new music i don't know what it is right now i was like no that's just (laughs) we don't know her sometimes It's just radio music sometimes, but there's such good music coming out there's right now. There's so much good music happening in the world right now. Yeah. Dula Peep. Also, I listen. I finally listened to um, Little Bird by Jasmine Cephas <gasps> Jones. Oh, oh, my God. Raven. I think I died and went to heaven while I was listening to it. <laughs> Her just like, just stereophonic heaven is the only way I can describe that song. Um, Correct. Yes. So, Campbell, uh, mm-hmm. what movie are we doing today? Or a musical are we doing tonight? I mean, we're doing... Yes. <laughs> um, we are doing a movie musical that is very close to my heart. Um, we are doing the 1999 direct video <laughs> animated movie Wacko's Wish, which is the movie Amazing. from the... Uh, tv show from like the 90s animaniacs which in 2020 a hulu like rebooted it and it's actually like really good oh good Um, i'm glad i'm happy for you that it's good this animaniacs like was very like this was my favorite thing as a kid the thing i that really like took root into my personality i think and humor growing up it i i never really watched animes like i'd seen it before like i'd seen certain clips yeah. i'd seen episodes here and there um but I, i'd never seen this movie and i never really watched the show watching this movie i think i understand you better as a person <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think so like i, I get like, if this is what you watched as a kid i get it <laughs> Yeah, me and my siblings just love, love, loved Animaniacs. And for those of you who don't know what the Animaniacs are, the Animaniacs is like an animated comedy, musical, television show, like a sketch-type animated show about uh, created by uh, Tom Ruger. Um, it was first made for, like, Fox Kids and then moved to, the like, the WB Warner Brothers. And it's about the Warner Brothers, Yakko and Wacko, and their sister Dot. And basically the show, they just like, you know, for fun, they run around the Warner movie lot. They lock them in the tower whenever they get caught and they break loose and then vamoose. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Um, I love Animaniacs so much. And like a lot of like cartoons like Pinky and the Brain, this is where, this is one of the like skits, sketches, like some of the characters that was, that were in this original show. The series ended in 1998. And then in 1999, uh, oh, this is also known as Steven Spielberg Presents Animaniacs. Mm-hmm. Um, this is his, like, second animated show, the first one being Tiny Toons, which is, like, if Looney Tunes had a school for younger 
like animal cartoons to learn how to do comedy. That was what Tiny Toons was. Also very good. Really good theme song. Um, so this was the show that they like created after that. Mm-hmm. And some of like the best voice actors oh, yeah. of all time are in Animaniacs. Uh, the shows that I w- was always interested are ones that like incorporate music somehow. All the songs in Animaniacs are bangers, mm-hmm. bops. Every single one. Okay. Um, yeah, and so Wacko's Wish is the movie that they made. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, Campbell, what are we... What is this delicious drink that's sitting in front of me? It so smells when I was thinking, fantastic. When I was thinking what to make for this, I, like, really wouldn't have put all my effort into it. Because uh, I love this movie so much and it's been so long since I've seen it. And it's been really cold because it's winter. So I was like, oh, let's do, like, a warm drink. So, like, a hot toddy. Uh, but with rum, uh, not whiskey or bourbon. Don't yeah. at me. Um, but it's like 60 degrees and sunny today. But you know what? It's still delicious. So this it's is fine. what I'm calling uh, Dot's Hot Toddy. Call it a Dotty Toddy and you die. <laughs> I did actually at one point in my notes write Dotty accidentally. And I crossed it out and wrote Dot. <laughs> yeah, because you want to live. Um, so it's... Uh, Rum-based hot toddy with this really good cherry simple syrup, amaretto, cinnamon stick, lemon. Uh, it smells so good. It smells good. so and good. I just need to get a whiff. Oh, my God. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, my good God. That is delicious. Isn't this incredible? Oh, my gosh. When I was making it, I was trying, like, a bunch of ratios. I knew that was those were the flavors I wanted, and I thought about some other uh, spices. Like, I tried, like, star anise in it, but it made it taste like cough syrup. It tasted too medicinal. I get that, yeah. And then I added honey to make it because it needed some sweetness, and then I added more lemon, like, a, a really thick lemon wedge, and that, like, helped a lot. Yeah. Um, and that's... It really balanced it out. Yeah, I've never actually had a hot toddy before. This is delicious. How good is this? I really I, outdid myself with this one. See, I was going to say you've outdone yourself, but I still feel like the Fancy Campbell is a top-notch drink. I agree, but that's a that's a <laughs> a day like today would be a good <laughs> time for that. But okay. Hmm. Oh, and this, this is so perfect. I could definitely see myself curling up like next to a windowsill with like a thick blanket and a good book. Yeah, just like, snowing like a, Yeah, with it snowing outside. Amazing. Yeah. So in this movie, it's very like wintry and yes. stuff like that. So I thought, you know, something to warm you up would be welcome. And speaking of wintry, we open on a snowy mountain landscape. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we open up in... Acme Falls. Indeed. Um, the once great town. Sure. Um, so <laughs> we go through we go through opening credits and we see our protagonists sitting around a fire um, mm-hmm. trying to keep themselves warm uh, because they have been... With through... a lovely um, orca- overture playing. Oh, yeah. I really like all of the music in this movie. Um, no. The 
it's like obviously like the songs are good but even the um the basic score not basic but the score um like this overture at the beginning and then there's like a fun jaunty little tune towards the end that i also want to talk about when we get there um okay. the, sco- the score, is, the score <laughs> sounds is, great <laughs> the score is fantastic <laughs> like i think um it actually is a really good job of mirroring kind of what's happening in the movie like here we're going over like this sweeping the sweeping mountain landscape so it's kind of like this big like overture that's like a little majestic but also like you know sort of like you're you're wandering yeah. around or something um i don't know I, I just find like music composition really cool especially when you're using the music to like describe what's happening and i feel like that's yeah. what the score does yeah yeah we get up close to um a sled that has rosebud on it um reference to citizen kane um mm. it is yeah the rosebud sled um and it's fun because steven spielberg i think like owns like the last sled like the last rosebud from citizen kane um and it's like kind of an homage to like citizen kane by orson welles which is also funny because the character the brain uh his voice is a parody of orson welles oh i didn't know that that's cool yeah so, yeah, we are uh, yeah, introduced so, to the wacko siblings. The trio. Wacko siblings. Warner siblings. Indeed. And it's funny because it's like the Warner Brothers and then like, you know, WB and then has the period. Mm-hmm. Warner Brothers and their sister, Dot. Dot. Yes. <laughs> and. Classic comedy. Oh, my the, skin looks fantastic right now. I mean, radiant. Thank you. Continue. You just got distracted. <laughs> oh, that's really fun. Um, so just like briefly, like some of like the main cast, a lot of them voice a lot of people. Uh, Yakko, the eldest uh, Warner sibling, played by Rob Paulson. He also plays Pinky and Dr. Otto Scratch and Sniff. <laughs> um, but Wild. he's also, you know, very... He's in everything. Just in everything. Just a few people that I like him as. Uh, Carl Weezer from Jimmy Neutron. Um, yeah, Jack Fenton, Danny Fenton's dad and Danny Phantom, Mark Chang from Fairly Odd Parents, the alien. Mm -hmm. Um, he's in the newest, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, Spike in Land Before Time. He played Major Glory in Dexter's Laboratory. Um, but he also has a really fun, um, like, series, Talking Tunes with Rob Paulson. So that's who plays Yakko, Pinky, and Dr. Scratch and Sniff. And then we have Wacko, played by Jess Harnell who's also been the voice of Crash Bandicoot Sophia the, and, and Sophia the First. Uh, he was Secret Squirrel and Two Stupid Dogs, which was a fun show in my youth. Um, Ironside and, like, so many Transformers. And he was also, like, an announcer on America's Funniest Home Videos. And he, I don't know, really good voice actor. He based Wacko's voice off of, like, it's like a Liverpool accent off of Ringo Starr oh, from cool. the Beatles. And then we have... Tress McNeil playing Dot. Also plays Hello Nurse. Um, if you didn't know, her name is Hello Nurse. Oh! I thought they were just saying that to her. No, well, yes. But that's her name. Interesting. Hello Nurse. Um, uh, Morita Hippo and Mindy's mom. Um, she's been in like all Simpsons, Futurama stuff. She's Skinner's mom. Uh, she's Daisy Duck. She's the grandma on Hair Arnold. She's Babs Bunny and Tiny oh, wow. Toons. 
Um, she's Charlotte Pickles. Uh, oh, they, Tommy like, Pickles' uh, sister. Mom? Aunt. Oh, okay. S- Angelica's mom. Her name is Charlotte, yes. Girl boss. Yep. Gaslight gatekeeper. Of the Rugrats world. <laughs> um, there was this really funny bit. Um, she's, like, so well-known uh, for, like, her impressions and stuff like that. There was this one bit in The Simpsons where I think, like, Bart is trying to go to bed. Hope is trying to, like, get him into bed. And he, they kept on, uh, he, like, raised a cow that then went off to, like, be slaughtered. And he keeps thinking about it. It's like, oh, I can hear him mooing. mooing and then sees one of those kids' toys. It's like, the, the cow goes. Like, and it was Animal uh, Sounds of the Farm by Tress McNeil. And then just, like, clowning her, which is real fun. Yeah, so that's who plays our wonderful, wonderful siblings. Fantastic. That are just, like, down on their luck in this film. Well, they're down on their luck because they were thrown out of an orphanage that no, went no, out no. of they business. Yeah, that that's different. They're, like, the orphanage just closed down. So, technically, they were thrown out. But... Okay, and I don't know much about how orphanages are run. Shocker. Obviously. Um, (laughs) But I feel like if your orphanage is shutting down, one, I don't feel like orphanages should be private, but I feel like if your orphanage... I also don't think prisons should be private, so... Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Um, (laughs) If you're... Like, if your orphanage is shutting down, you should have somewhere to, like, transfer the children to. Like, I feel like you can't just throw them out into the snow. Is that what used the to happen? The country was in disarray. Oh, my gosh. I just... I can't. Also, this is one of those things, like, Anima- Animaniacs does a really good job of being super illogical, but applying logic to all of that. Yes. So, I feel like you're trying to draw a line that we are unable to do. Let the experts handle it. Just believe them. Fine. <laughs> that is something that I do like about this movie, though, is that it's very wacky, but everything still somehow makes sense. Uh, so, I would say that's more zany. That is a fantastic word. Zany. I think that's like, I think that word's in their like theme song. <laughs> I, I i see it i see it yeah. um so we find out yeah so then we the history of where they live of where they live yes yeah, so there's this dude king william who died and then king salazar took over and everything mm-hmm. um yeah and Warner apparently is very bad at managing money um oh yeah like how did you not know you were broke? surrounding countries tank their economy because they don't like him isn't that wild <laughs> Also, that is he, hilarious like, uh, is what that is. So they were part of Acme Falls was part of Warner stock. Um, but then they were overthrown by TikTokia. Topical, topical, topical. renegade. renegade. Um, there's also a line, pathetic band of downtrodden and destitute townsfolk. And a mime. Because this they movie hate mimes hates so mimes bad. for some reason. <laughs> they I hate don't. mimes like Annie hates orphans. Like Annie hates orphans. I... I have no words for it's it. It's consistent in the show, too. And like, like, I don't know how many people like mimes, but I don't think anyone hates them as much as this movie does. Yakko especially. Uh, um, so, yeah, everyone's broke because um, all their money is going to... Because the country is broke, 
there's super high taxes for these towns. Yep. So the Baron, Baron von Plotz, um, who's based off the character Mr. Plotz, who is like the CEO, I think, of like Warner Brothers mm. um, in the show, um, taxes everyone for the king super, super high. And yeah, this... Baron von... Go on. No, go ahead. Um, so the Baron in this is voiced by someone who's been in a lot of the musicals we've talked about so far, Frank Welker. Um, he also plays Ralph the Guard, uh, Runt, Buttons, Flavio Hippo, and Chicken Boo. Raven, did you ever just see a giant chicken in this and had questions? I remember a there dinosaur. Was just, there was just... There would just be a giant... That's Baloney, the dinosaur. There would just be a, this giant chicken that's an Animaniacs character. And his little, like, sketch for that variety show show um, would be... He would just be, like, a giant chicken that would wear a shirt and a wig and pretend to be human and do human things. He can't speak. He just because. <laughs> and there would just be, like... I don't know. He would just living as, like, a human person. There would be a guy who would be, like... That's obviously a chicken. Y'all are idiots. And they're like, shut up. And then by the end of the episode, like a wig comes off. He's like, you are a chicken. He gets run out and has the best outro. You wear a disguise to look like human guys, but you're not a man. You're a chicken boo. So you also plays chicken boo. Children's animated entertainment. Do I make more sense to you? From the 90s and early 2000s was a lawless wasteland. Do I make more sense to you? (laughs) Yes. When I look back at some of the cartoons we watched, I'm just like, especially, especially y'all, like you being like my older sisters and like the, the earlier 90s kids. I'm just like, how are... How are y'all slash we okay? Like cat dog. Who were they? They cat were just letting dog. anybody make children's cartoons back then. Da, 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 cat dog. Um, yeah. So cat Frank dog. Welker, uh, we talked about him so much. Like he's like Fred and Scooby Doo, Megatron, but he's also voiced like Curious George, Garfield, oh, and cool. Nibbler from Futurama. Oh. So some fun nice. more credits. He's on a lot of stuff. Um, I can't help but feel like this movie is a is an allegory of Shrek like proportion. <laughs> like what a when, fun sentence when they were when they were going over like this is all who all these people are this is what happened up to this point i'm just like i feel like somebody screwed somebody else over and this movie is about that <laughs> oh man i love this movie so much um oh. yeah so everyone's broke and then this is where you find out the warners are orphans Orphans. and then we get into the song never give up hope which is a bop. Indeed. Um, my they first dis- note for this song uh-huh. is... Uh-huh. Lay it on me. Yay, capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's fun because they start the song off and just like, life's cruel. Uh, the orphanage, like, here are the all problems with it. And it was like, the sinks ran cold and hot running dirt. Yeah. Like, <laughs> a lot of terrible... <laughs> terrible things and then they're like oh, but we miss it and ever <laughs> since then dot has been feeling low um their main heat source is their own breath that's <laughs> that's like... bad they literally have a chart showing how low they are or the pod poverty line <laughs> like this is for was... children <laughs> i thought that was a nice touch <laughs> i think so too i mean we're we're engineers we love a good uh fact i love a good here. graph i i don't know what yeah. to tell you I mean it like a good a good uh, ordinate and abscissa all about it. Mm-hmm. 
I, uh, we find out that Dot needs an operation because she's very mm-hmm. sick and dying. Yes. Mm-hmm. She has uh, disease. <laughs> Correct. Um, <laughs> we get introduced to other characters and their strife. We're introduced to Rita and Runt, this cat and dog pair. Um, they, I talked about them when we were talking about uh, Les Mis. That's from them is the only reason I like knew anything about Les Mis. Because they had a Les Mis episode oh, starring see. those two animals. Les, I think it was like Les Miser Animals is what it was called. Nice. And nice. so Ron, I already said it was played by Frank Welker. But Rita is played by fucking Bernadette Peters. Yes. And like we've talked about her a lot. Um, and we will forever. But Annie some like Cinderella. accolades of her. She, yeah, she was nominated for seven Tonys. She won two. Nominated for eight Drama Desk Awards. She won three. Four of the cast albums she was a part of won Grammys. Um, I mean, she was she was Sophie and Anastasia. I mm-hmm. think is the only one we've done with her physically in it. Although she's like very known for her. Role no, in that would have been Woods. Annie. Anastasia was animated. Yeah, she was in. Yeah, she was Sophie and Anastasia. But she wasn't physically. It was she was voice. What, what do you mean by physically I, in it? As in. Was a part of uh, a musical we've talked about. Oh, sorry. My bad. Continue. Yeah. Um, and also, shout out to her uh, nonprofit, uh, Broad- Broadway Barks, the animal mm-hmm. charity. You yeah. Should, y'all should check it out. Um, but I love Rita the cat so much. And Runt just like. <laughs> She's so funny. Does, is like, the bit is he hates cats. And he was like, You're a really good dog, Rita. And she was like, I'm a cat. And he's like, Oh, good one um because he's an idiot um and their strife is they're like they don't have a home they have nothing to eat life sucks yeah then we see dr scratch and sniff who in the show is the warner sibling psychiatrist um and his assistant hello nurse um wild and they're trying to create this new elixir that they can sell and profit off we see the baron which is explosive apparently well we find that out later (laughs) Coca-Cola Spoilers. used to have cocaine, so it's fine. I mean, fair. Oh, but Wacko's just like, you gotta cheer up. Never ever give up hope. He's like the hopeful one. Yeah, which is it's why it's sweet. his wish. Yeah. Um, then we are introduced to maybe the best Animaniacs character of all time. Slappy Squirrel. <laughs> so, Slappy's whole deal in Animaniacs is that she's like a retired cartoon star. Interesting. Like she, like she worked with like Bugs and Daffy and Porky, and like there was this one episode they saw like, it was a Bambi like, kind of parody Bumby, mm-hmm. and uh, her nephew Skippy um, was really sad because Bumby's mom died, and Slappy's like, no, no, that's like an, a cartoon actress. I know Bumby's mom. We used to go way back, and they meet her, and like it's really funny. But Slappy's like a retired cartoon star, like Looney Tune style. Interesting. Um, who's just jaded and t- <laughs> sick of people shit. She's uh, hilarious though. Yeah, Slappy Squirrel is played by Sherry Stoner, um, who like a lot of her acting things have been like Animaniacs and things like that. But she's also been a like a writer for Tiny Toons Animaniacs, and she was a writer for Casper the movie. Ooh, which is really I fun. like Casper. And then. Uh, Skippy Squirrel, um, their thing is, like, their tree's, like, dead in the winter, so they don't really have any, like, nuts to eat. Even my nuts are frozen. Be careful with that last verse. Fun. It's fun. <laughs> We're having fun. 
Uh, Skippy's voiced by Nate Ruger, who's also been in Tiny Toons as Baby Plucky. Um, but he's like, he's also a writer and director for like folk horror movies, which is super fun and very different from being a character known as Skippy Squirrel. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so uh, Trust Me, A Witness, Account of the Goatman, and Another Life are like two of those like folk, folk horror like shorts and films that he like wrote and directed. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. So they're cranky. Cranky squirrels. Cranky squirrels. Um, so yeah, Pinky and the Brain. Um, very popular with Animaniacs. And the rebooted version of Animaniacs that's on Hulu right now. I haven't watched the second season yet. No spoilers. Um, <laughs> they didn't really bring back any other of these like side characters except for Pinky and the Brain. Because it was so popular. Pinky enough to be its own show. show. Were they in Animaniacs? That's where they started. Uh, I've only ever known the show Pinky and the Brain. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they were so popular in Animaniacs, that's why they got their own show. Gotcha. They're gotcha. Pinky. They're Pinky and the Brain, 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 Brain. Don't know where he said. Who. Oh, oh, Brain is voiced by Maurice Lamarche, um, who voices Brain, Squit, uh, the Gray Pigeon, part of the Good Feathers. Uh, the pigeons are a parody of the, the Good uh, Fellas. The with wings. Yeah, they're a parody of the Good Fellas mm-hmm. called the Good Feathers. Um, Amazing. It's fun. Um, and, but he also does Wacko's Burps. Interesting. Okay. Isn't that fun? Um, but he's also been a lot of things, uh, like very well known for his Orson Welles impression. Uh, he's been Yosemite Sam a bunch. But also, oh, okay. I think other than Brain, I think my favorite role of his is Calculon from Futurama. The robot actor and thespian. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? That was so aggressive. And no, because I also don't watch Futurama. Raven, you would love Futurama. So I know. Much. I've seen like... Wait, we quote it all the time. Oh, yeah. I know like a lot of the yeah. famous quotes from Futurama. I just don't watch the show. Yeah, because you like being correct. Technically correct. The best kind of correct. Oh, I made myself sad. <laughs> yeah, he's calculating. Um, so their whole shtick is um, Brain wants to take over the world and Pinky is just like his assistant Mm -hmm. because like trying to get revenge because they were like lab mice that like gained intelligence from experiments um are you are you pondering what i'm pondering and pinky never does never no yeah do you know what we're going to do tonight try to take over over the the world world. um yeah so pinky falls in love with a horse named farfic newton Newton. um and i love how when uh he's talking to bray and like he turns around how like him and the horse's movements are like perfectly in sync uh so cute um i also love the Narcissus line Narcissus himself i love the line pinky it's a horse you're a mouse oh brain don't be so intolerant <laughs> so great so great um, amazing so we're seeing like you know the townsfolk like more of their stripe yes um they're all poor and destitute slappy and says like all we have is cream spinach and skippy's like all i can say is spew cream spinach is good i like cream spinach. beg to differ whatever um and they're <laughs> like and wacko's like whatever it's like you got it like don't give up hope and they're like are you a dope nope okay okay i agree with you now um <laughs> and like just so trying to be up. more hopeful just don't be a dope yeah so then we see that dot is indeed sick and mm-hmm. so wacko leaves trying to find work so that um, he can raise so enough money can... for her operation yeah so yakko stays with her and then they wait 
a full year. And during that time, we're introduced to Farfic Newton. Mm-hmm. Uh, brain's being really intolerant. And then a train comes into town. And we get into Train Bringing Wacko. Which is a parody of the Wells Fargo wagon from the Music yes. Man. Yes. Yes. Which I made Raven listen to when we recorded the Music Man episode. Oh, you did. I was we like, take a break and we listen to familiar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's, but, that's a really cool well, song. I um, I really like the, the rhythm of it. Um, yeah. And it's it's one of those songs that, like, especially if you've heard the original, it's immediately distinctive. Um, and I think also, like, it's one of those songs, like, a lot of people, even if you only heard it once and you don't really know what it is, you still recognize it. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, a lot of the cast sings that, but, like, also, like, one other character who sings in it, that's not really like a part of this for the rest of it or only in a few episodes of animax is minerva mink um who's played by julie brown just to include her because she's great um yeah so wacko has indeed returned mm-hmm. um and to share his fortune work and he's made he's earned a lot of hard-earned money and he comes back and we get into the song i've got a hay penny uh, and Campbell, because Raven, how much did he earn? Well, Campbell, a halfpenny mm-hmm. is uh, sort of a short, shortened form of the term halfpenny, which is yep. in fact a halfpenny. <laughs> what do you think <laughs> when he said that? So I, I didn't really okay. So when he first said, "I've got a halfpenny," I was like weird. Um, but then when everyone else cheered i was like oh y'all poor poor (laughs) (laughs) which is my first note for this song yeah he can this song is like a fever dream he with this hey penny he can afford anything and he's just like you know i can like burgers at the butcher blintz at the baker groceries at the grocers front row tickets to the lakers Lakers. (laughs) um you might be a tad short what I love about Animaniacs, it's just like, what time period is this? <laughs> yes. I am, however, almost done with my drink. Same here. You just finish it? Yep. Let's finish talking about the song. The song, and then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Listeners, we're organized. Yeah. <laughs> we're professionals. Um, this song is just really funny. It's very campy and jaunty yes. and fun. I feel like... If you were, like, say, either really drunk or really high, I, like, pictured... Sometimes I try to, like, picture you watching these musicals I make you watch. Interesting. And, like, see how into you... I, like, could see you going with some of the songs going, like, back and forth, like... I was indeed. Um, This song reminds me of... You remember that Dr. Seuss book? um, Have you ever had a walk it in your pocket or something like that? Yes. This song reminds me of that. And I love um, songs or, like, like poems like that that just, like, play around with words and just say, like, what what words in the English language rhyme? (laughs) Yeah. No, but it's also fun because they, like, in this song, it's very much... They were, like, saying, like, all the stuff he had to do. Yeah. um, Like... He chopped wood, he chopped suey, he pitched <laughs> horseshoes in hay. Like, those, it reminds me of, like, Alanis, uh, Alanis Morissette's song, um, head, o- head, over, head Over Feet. I only know the one Head song. Over Heels, Head Over Feet. Um, it's like, uh, you held your breath and the door for me. Um, like, those kinds of 
It was very similar. Yeah, like, I know. I, I know. What you, yeah, I know. I, I got you. Yeah, got so you. those are called uh, solipses. Interesting. I, I was thinking um, there's another word for it that starts with a Z. I pitched I a tent and woo. Arthur Conan Doyle has been known to like use it a lot. The writer of Shakespeare. Not Shakespeare. Yeah. Uh, Sherlock Holmes. S-H. Fucked me up. <laughs> I'm um, feeling this toddy. Yeah, those are also the same. Those are also, uh, those are really cool rhetorical devices. I always love when they're, when they're used. I feel like they're, they're a really good marker of like good wit. Yes. And then on the opposite side of the spectrum, but also really good wit that I appreciate are malifors. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Like when you, uh, mix two, like, um, we'll burn that bridge when we get to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can lead a horse to water, but, uh, curiosity brought it back. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> um, um, I'm trying yeah, let's think of more. This is fun. <laughs> it has now, nothing to do with this, but this is fun. Now I'm trying, um, well, now I'm trying to think of like sayings. Aha, uh-huh. we'll put one together. Say just one saying. Great minds think alike. Um. Uh, a bird in a hand worth two in the, worth two like in the two bush. In the bush. Hmm. This may need to be edited out. We're really <laughs> struggling. <laughs> Um, so then we find out it's like, oh, you can spend your hey penny on this, like on my like elixir. No. You should try it. And they're like, this sucks mm-hmm. ass. And also he wants to I'm spend it that. on Dot to save her and help her get her operation. Yeah. But then we do cut to uh, the Baron and the Constable, Ralph the Guard. And they're like, oh, Wacko has a whole hay penny. And they're like, oh my God, we got to get that. So Wacko gets audited by the IRS. My next note is, uh, did they kill him? Oh, I know why. So Wacko gets yes. audited, but the IRS, and he's like, no, oh no, we ha-. Yakko's like, oh, we have to stop him. And then there's like a bunch of soldiers pointing guns yeah. at him. He's like, uh, okay, uh, never mind. Um, how about this instead? And switches places with the mime. And then they just beat up the mime. The mime is mauled. Indeed. Cheers. Cheers. And we get into the well, song. So much for Wacko's hay penny. Oh, yeah, because the, the mayor, um, not the mayor, Plots, takes his hay penny for taxes. Thaddeus Plots. Oh, yeah. wait, we also see... Um, so we just get into, like, a bunch of the townsfolk, like, kind of, like, mourning, like, the hope they had because of Wacko's, like, you know, work and efforts. Um... And Bernadette Peters is just such a good singer. Oh, yeah. It's just like... Rita the cat is so talented. Um, Yeah, everyone's depressed by this. Um, Then we see Wacko's just kind of like mopily playing his mattress harp. (laughs) Which like... Everything in this movie is just wild and I love it. Um... Yeah, uh, and then they're all, like, super sad, and we see... Wait, is this when um, Yakko is, like, telling Dot the story, the bedtime story? Bedtime story? Yeah. Yeah, they're, like, yeah, putting Dot to bed, 
And she's like, tell me a story. And he starts off, there once was a man from Nantucket. She's like, absolutely not. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Do you... I I don't think I've ever known that limerick. Just like that bit. I've never known the full limerick, but I I know of... I know the reference. Let's look it up. I'm not going to say this on the podcast. Doesn't it end with like, fuck it? Uh, yes. But that's not the worst word in this. Uh... I will now be telling Raven this limerick. There once was a man from Nantucket whose dick was so long he could suck it. He said with a grin and he wiped off his chin. If my ear were a I would fuck it. This is a children's show. I have now said, I have now said the limerick to Raven. They are, this is a children's movie. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Wait, there's another one. It said that was like the traditional one. Um, wait, wait. There once was a man from Nantucket is the opening line for many limericks in which the name of the island Nantucket creates I often. I to say, I feel like... Uh, like okay. rhymes and puns. The protagonist in the obscene versions is typically prepared as well-endowed and hypersexualized. So that's the obscene version. The earliest published version... Was there once was a man from Nantucket who kept all his cash in a bucket, but his daughter named Nan ran away with a man, and as for the bucket, Nantucket. Oh, I see. Yep, but the one I said to you also uh, is on the... um, There's a... To emphasize the importance of safety measures in genome editing, in Season 5, Episode 17 of Last Week Tonight with John Oliver about genome editing, the host recites... There once was a man from Nantucket who gathered some mice in a bucket. He altered those mice, engineered with a splice, and now all of the seagulls are dead. <laughs> That's so John Oliver. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, so, okay, Poji Corner Overs. Um, now it's time for a bedtime Yay. story. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so he tells her the story, basically about how she was born. Um, she was born... Mm-hmm. How she was, was she born, born from the most beautiful flower in the world. And then her parents found her and took her in. And I don't remember the rest of the story. <laughs> Even though I literally you know, I, just watched the it. movie. <laughs> like, I literally just watched the movie. I got it. So there once was a knight who married a princess and they had two sons. But they wanted a girl. Um, so they planted a garden and a bunch of flowers grew and then they found the prettiest flower and out of the prettiest flower there was Dot and they were like, Tell us your name and she said Princess Angelina Contessa Louisa Francesca Banana Fana Bobesca. But the you third. can call me Dot. But you can call me Dot. I got that part. Yeah, and they're like, Can we call you can we call you Dottie? And she said, No, just Dot. Call me Dottie and you die. And they laughed and laughed and laughed. Thus the name of the string. Um, and also the flower in her hair. Yeah. What a cute story oh. with murder threats. What a cute, cute, so, yeah. And so then she, like, goes to bed. She's coughing and stuff. Wacko asks his brother, how is she? And Which... he says, uh, not great. Those acting lessons never really set in. <laughs> what? What is Wacko? Is Wacko French? What is his accent? Uh, Liverpool. But English. Yakko and Dot sound different. Like, Yes, and Yakko is that intentionally so? Yeah, Wacko's voice is just based off of Ringo Starr. It was just Hartnell's like character choice. Interesting, interesting. No. Oh, and then we Um, get into the song "Twinkle Twinkle." 
Yeah. <laughs> are you, uh, Yakko asked Wacker if he's going to bed. He was like, are you turning in? To what? Good question. Um, Twinkle, Twinkle. Which honestly... <laughs> Oh gosh! It's like Twinkle Twinkle Little had a Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. I like this version better. Oh, this version's way funnier. Yeah. Um. So he's just like you know. Which a lot of the songs bed. are that they do like on the show are parodies too. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So he basically like you know looks up the stars and then like tries to point out like uh like a wishing star so he can like you know wish for good health for his sister. And apparently he picked the correct star. Mm -hmm. He's the first one to do so in the night sky. And we see he's introduced, was selected by the, the wishing star. And we desire fulfillment, fulfillment facilitator. facilitate. Which is what a great corporate name. Yeah. Which, who was voiced by Ben Stein. Um, who, I mean, Ferris Bueller, the economics teacher. Mm-hmm iconic anyone Bueller. <laughs> just so monotone and wonderful he's also been the mask he was really funny in fairly odd parents i was like the pixies oh, yeah. uh in the wonder years he's been in a lot of things but he is Fantastic. uh good fairy was too old-fashioned but you can call him pip explains to wacko what the wishing star is which i love this twist on the idea of a wishing star um so basically he explains to him like, oh no, the star like fully falls to the ground. Like this is a meteor um, and you have to go touch it. And the first person, whoever touches it first gets the wish. And so Wacko's just like, it's not even just my wish. Like anyone can touch it. It's like, yeah, anyone, anyone can touch it. It's a wishing star. Like what, what do you want from me? Um, and we get into the song, The Wishing Star, which I think is a fantastic song that comes back many it's times. It's such a good song. Um, okay, let's talk about this song. Um, the harmonies of the Warner siblings. Oh my God. They're unmatched. Fantastic. I, when this song came on, I like, it brought just so much joy to my heart. Oh my I forgot gosh. how much I love this. The, the sort of um, vaudevillian vibes too. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Uh, these little creatures are just so talented. Amazing. There's a fun song called what are we like their first appointment. I think it was the first episode with um, Dr. Scratch and Sniff. Mm -hmm. And he, like, calls them, like, a cat or a dog or something. And he's like, wait, like, what are you? And they're like, we could be anything. Let's guess. <laughs> it's like, maybe I'm a cat. Maybe I'm a dog. Cute little dog. Monkey. They can do, they do a lot of stuff. It's a real fun song. They do have, like, um, monkey-like -like tails. It's weird. Yeah, they're just. Animals. Car they're cartoons. Um, the harmonies are so great. So, yeah, on the way to find the wishing star, <laughs> the three of them together. Um. This is why it's very bouncy music. Yes, yes. Um, a lot of the music is very that. like jaunty, um, because every everything in the everything in the movie is kind of like well, except for you know when people die, but also sometimes. Um, even then, uh, it's it's all very like upbeat and very skippy, um, very just like little kids are watching, you know. Even though dark yeah. stuff is happening. <laughs> I mean, in the theme song to the original Animaniacs, there's like a reference to bill clinton playing the saxophone one of the lines from the show um they were like looking for clues oh look uh dust for like, friends like, it's like dust for friends i found them no fingerprints uh <laughs> and it's like i don't think so um, i'm just like oh my god 
yeah, this is yeah, and so they're just prepping to like you know set off on their journey to like find the wishing star and uh, yeah, this song is just great. There's very few things to say about it, but then the song transitions to being the tune of Hungarian Rhapsody number two. That okay, that's the I couldn't find which one it was. Yeah. It's uh, Hungarian Rhapsody number two. And uh, the tones focus like, what's going on? And it's real fun, real fast. Yeah. People are really talented. And they're, the Warners are just explaining, is like, we're off to see the wishing star, the wishing star, the wishing star. And then once they explain how it works, some of the town like, folks was like, wait a wait minute. now. And I was, I was waiting for that now. moment. Because I was like, when are they going to realize that like, anyone can go get this and at first i was like maybe they're going to do a twist and they're just gonna like let them have it because they're all kindly folk and i was like oh no there we go okay (laughs) no then we turn into wacky races and it's like the wish belongs to me the me me the wish belongs to me and you see that's chicken boo (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) chicken boo's great people people really hated chicken boo but some people really liked him um yeah so Everyone's like setting off on their own modes of transportation. Um, a plot point: um, <clears throat> Scratch and Sniff and Hello Nurse uh, take Farfig Newton to carry their wagon, and Pinky is distraught. Uh, the <laughs> the mind gets trampled all the time. Yep. Um, the Slappy and Skippy are there, like you know, going to go through the trees, um, and then we get to. Uh, Pinky and the Brain's like, are you pondering what I'm pondering? And Pinky always is like, oh yeah, I know exactly what you're thinking about. But how will we get that weasel to hold still? Also... So everyone sets off, races away. Everyone sets and off. we get to the a beautiful vehicle, ballad. The vehicle that the uh, Warner siblings Warners? are using, is that... Mm-hmm. Is that a feasible a snow vehicle? Is that a thing that exists? Again... Like, you're trying to put, like, logic to this. They've already defined their rules, which are their own. It's basically a sled with a sail on it. Sloop sled. I just just don't think that that would work. But I've also not been around snow very much in my life, so who knows. We hear a beautiful little ballad from Pinky. Just, you know, thinking about his beloved... (laughs) He wants to fuck that horse. He wants to fuck the shit out of this horse. And guess what? The feelings mutual. Oh my god. Um, and then people yeah. are like racing off. They kind of like get into like a little crash. And then Dot's like, maybe we should have kept this to ourselves. And yeah. they're just like off. Um, when we see the king's horses and men stop the baron. Um, Cut back to Pinky and the Brain. Yes. Yeah, which... Brain's just like, I know how we're going to get to the wishing star so we can take over the world. And he still like the world. has a reimagine. Yeah, he does a he makes a reimagine air screw by yeah. Da Vinci. Um, which like, you know what? I was going to try to apply logic to the movie again, and I'm just going to not do it. I'm just going to not let do these it. talking lab mice make an air screw. Um, but that actually is really cool because Leonardo da Vinci actually did come up with the prototype uh, device for flight, like way. Wait, 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 yeah. before the Wright Brothers. Um, that a lot of people don't know about. So that's cool. That was a cool little little nugget. 
Um, just poor Rita and Ron. The whole thing is that they just want a home and no one wants to give them <laughs> no one. one wa- That's their whole thing. No one wants them. Just no Which one as, wants as them. Someone... Either one or the other, never both. This is why they, they're they like, oh, what's an episode Rita and Ron can do? I know, Les Mis. <laughs> as, someone, as someone who has a cat and a dog, both of whom were shelter animals, it's just like, guys... <laughs> They just need a home. <laughs> and like Rita is like a very like well-behaved cat and Run is just, just such the a sweetest lovable little dog. dog. Just the sweetest little pupper. Aww. Yeah, I think his name in it was like Runt Val Runt. Interesting. In the Lay Misery Animals episode. Oh, uh, Runt Val Runt. Like Jean Valjean makes sense. Checks out. Yeah. Yep. Rita made Rita may have been like the um Fontaine. Mm. Oh, yeah, because there was a bunch of mean cats that they were locked away in, Aww. and the cats are... It was very lovely ladies. I have so much more context <laughs> for this now. <laughs> Amazing. Great. I love this movie. Wild. Um, okay, and then we see some more classic Animaniacs characters, Mindy and Buttons. Buttons, once again, um, voiced by Frank Welker. Yeah. While Mindy um, is voiced by Nancy Cartwright who is also the voice of Bart Simpson. Nelson and Ralphie from The Simpsons. Chucky Finster. Rufus, the naked mole rat from Kim Possible. Oh my gosh, I loved Rufus. Yeah. Oh, what a so fantastic And their whole thing is, Mindy gets into all sorts of hijinks um, and never calls her parents by, like, mom or dad. Never calls and them by their name. Buttons always has to, like, save her life and is never appreciated. Not once. No. Not once. Literally, I literally wrote down at one point. The goodest dog I literally that there wrote ever down has at been. one point. This dog stays saving this child and gets no respect. <laughs> no respect. I get no respect. And so, so in this, Snow White is her mom because that's a Which, decision like, what that the they fuck chose went to down make. with Snow White? <laughs> it's fine. Um, and so she was like, hey, your grandma gets rascally at the nursing home because there's nursing homes but she's also snow white yeah Again, i don't doesn't it. make any sense take this marion berry pie which marion berry is so good i haven't had marion berry until i came to oregon yeah must be a white people thing super super good um can we talk <laughs> about the line uh you know how they like my chocolate chips ma'am <laughs> children's no. movie Okay, lady. Oh my gosh. You can call me. You know, I'm a really busy, busy mom. Okay, Bumblebee lady, I love you. Bye bye. (laughs) I do love that little girl. Silly puppy. Puppies can't climb trees. (laughs) And then he falls to his death. Okay, bye bye. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I love you. Bye bye. Because Mindy's like, oh, Buttons is hungry. I'm going to give you the pie. I'm going to chase some squirrels. And, like, Buttons is, like, super excited to eat this pie, but then spends the rest of the movie saving this little girl's <laughs> saving life. Saving this girl's and life every five minutes. I don't think there's an Animaniacs character that takes as much physical abuse than Buttons the dog. And this includes, like, all the, like, antagonists to either the Warner siblings or Slappy the Squirrel. Because Slappy, she would always do, like, uh, no, I got this guy. And, like, you know, cracks her back, breaks a hip. (laughs) And she, like, comes away and then ends up, like, switching their, like, cell phone with a bomb. And she was, like, classic. (laughs) 
gosh. She's just decrepit. This show seems wild. <laughs> you should watch it. I think you would really like it. Oh, well, I like you, so. Um, um, oh, and then Pink in the Brain, we see them head off. This is where I wrote down that we actually see them head off. Which, like, they gotta be way behind. Oh, there was something else I was gonna say. Yes. Something I love that they incorporated into this movie. Each of the, like, groups of characters have their own theme music. Yes. And they incorporated it. And Which, I fact, do you know, loved it. Do you know what the musical term for that is? I recently learned it. Um... Is it is it like a musical motif? Like it's called a it? light motif, spelled L E I L E I T M O T I F. A light motif. Cool. I knew motif. Yeah. So it's basically a term for like uh, whenever like you attach a musical phrase or theme to like a concept or a character. Gotcha. You know? Yeah. So like you heard it, you heard it with Pinky and the Brain. But I yep. think my favorite one is Slappy the Squirrel. It is that they yeah. mix with some George of the Jungle kind of stuff. Yeah, because they like George of the Jungle meets Robin Hood meets Squirrels meets Looney Tunes is what they were doing. And Skippy is just like you know ah, and Slappy is just like George of the Jungle ah. <laughs> 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 oh man, she. She just wants to lie down. That's her character. <laughs> she arc. just she needs to lie down. I don't know if she wants to as Ugh. much as she needs to. <laughs> it could be both. She's tired. Oh my god. She's taking care of this young, um, prepubescent squirrel kid. And they like she just me a lot of the mom and Jack from Into the Woods. Yeah. I was just like, Jack, cow I... boy cows can't give you milk. Have you seen, yeah, have you seen, like, those, like, there's these, like, quizzes that ask, answer, like, a million questions, and they pick, like, four fictional characters to describe you as a person. One of yours would be Slappy Squirrel, Raven. <laughs> like, one of mine would be Princess Bubblegum from Adventure Time. Oh, for sure. And no, that is not a, that is not a compliment, listeners. Like, it's, there was this one episode, like, while we were in college, and it's, like, they were doing this sleepover in Candy Kingdom. And she was like, hey, Finn, you want to ditch this? And they do. And, like, when she was away, there was a full-blown revolution, death, decay. And she was like, oh. She was like, oh, I, I'm trying to be, like, less manipulative, less in people's business, trying to work on myself, trying to be a kind of person. Let's see how everyone else is doing. Dead. <sighs> we got to go back. And that's how I felt uh, with my fraternity. And you fuckers. And my roommates were like, hey, Campbell, that's you with us. I was like, yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> you are the yeah, white the, man. Like, the, the, the light motifs, super good. Yes. And I'm so glad. Thanks for educating me. You're welcome. I learned it from a YouTuber named Sideways. His channel is really awesome. You should check him out. Nice. Also, I've been listening to a lot more musical improv. Ooh. Love that. Listen to the podcast. Listeners, uh, I know I'm promoting someone else's podcast. You can take a break from this episode and listen to this podcast more. I don't care because it's that good. Listen to Off Book. Ooh. I feel like I've heard that episode. Each episode's like an hour-long improv musical with like a bunch of fun guests. Um, Did you watch... Yes, I did. Welcome to Mountport? Welcome... Wait. Game 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 Changer. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did watch it. The... The, the newsy, and the woman 
that's their podcast. Oh. And the pianist is on, Scott is on there. That's really well. cool. Okay. Okay. I got you. How incredible was that? That was fan. I was just sitting there like, oh All my improv. God. Like, there yeah. were full harmonies. <sighs> People are so talented. So anyway, Talent? go listen to Off Book Podcast. Um, if for some reason anyone from them, like on that podcast listening to us that's uh, awesome please join us let's get drunk and talk about musicals yep. so the tax man cometh uh so then we um, see that the pink in the brain slots oh yeah pink in the brain uh go off on there still horny for the horse yeah. <laughs> has like miscommunication about let's die or continue to live and fly through the air very funny very funny <laughs> Um, and then we get to the castle of the King Salazar. Yes, and we see that he's brought Plots, the tax man, and the constable before him. And he instructs them to stop the Warners from reaching the star alive, uh, which is like high key concerning because like, they're children and like you don't need to murder them, but that's fine. Um, and he orders his troops uh, to go like secure the star, basically, to make it like yeah. a military, whatever. So... Uh, King Salazar is voiced by Paxton Whitehead, who's been in so many things on Broadway. Uh, he was Tony nominated for his uh, in 1980 for his like role in Camelot, uh, but he's also been Camelot. in My Fair Lady, The Harlequins, uh, uh, do do uh, Sweet and Two, been in a lot of stuff. Very very talented. The captain of the guard, his head guard, Jeff Bennett. Also plays Baloney the dinosaur Amazing. later in this is also the voice of Petrie from Land Before Time and Johnny Bravo. Wild. Do the monkey. Do 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 do. Um, Amazing. Yeah, and so he also doesn't trust Plots and Ralph, so well, yeah. he needs to fetch the rats with wings. The good, the good feathers. feathers. <laughs> the good feathers. Uh, being Bobby, Pesto, and Squit. Squit, played by Maurice LaMarche, the gray one. Uh, Pesto, played by Chick uh, Venera, who, like, originated the role of Sonny in Greece, Like, before oh. it was on Broadway, and was on Broadway. That's cool. Um, who's just, like, dancer, uh, musician, actor, very talented. He's the angry purple one. And then Bobby, the older, like, you know, the voice of reason, is played by uh, John Morano. Um, who was also the gas station attendant mm. in this movie. Um, but he's also been in, like, episodes of Hey Arnold, Always Sunny, Young Sheldon, and a bunch of stuff. But together, they are The Good Feathers, which is a parody of The Good Fellas. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really, I feel like they get a sort of, um... Three what are the No, 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 the Hecklers and the Muppets. Well, not quite that mean, but, like, the Statler vibe. and Waldorf. Statler and Waldorf. Yeah, they gave me Statler and Waldorf vibes. Well, it's halftime, sports fans. Um, I don't, I don't know why I said that. Anyway, it's Campbell from Boost Coles. Uh, I'd like to tell you all about Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation. This foundation keeps music alive in schools by providing vital support services to school districts and new musical instruments to underfunded music programs nationwide, giving underrepresented youth access to the many benefits of music education leading them to success in school and inspiring creativity and expression through playing music. There have been over 34,000 donated instruments and over 2 million students impacted by this organization. Some of the support services they offer 
our professional development for music teachers led by certified uh, instrument repair technicians and further community engagement and instrument drives, just to name a few. Again, Raven and I believe the best way to support us as a podcast is to support organizations like Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation that supports music education and the passion of music in our youth. You can donate at mhopus.org slash donate. Again, that's mhopus.org slash donate. Uh, back to our nonsense. It's the curse of the devil setting in. (laughs) You say this during Black History Month, too. (laughs) Damn. Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) God, so good. Okay. Um... Yeah, so then the, um, we have, like, different, like, moments of the Wishing Star song yes. that say, like, it's the king and plots and Ralph is, like, uh, the star belongs to three and the king's, like, me, myself, and I. Yeah. Um, and then, like, the good fellas, so they're, like, wait a second, fuck this guy, we want respect, the star should be ours. Um, and then we get into... Um, so I also have to note... <laughs> Never mind, actually, we don't have to talk about that. Uh, if, yeah, I so could be, to... if I could have my wish, I'd be happy. Yes. Um, and this is uh, another one of the many, in- d- during the songs, another one of the many instances of uh, Buttons saving Mindy. <laughs> oh, my God. And this is where we hear everyone's wishes. So yes. I'm just going to list off what everyone wishes for. Doc wishes they could just have, be happy for what they have. Hmm. Wacko wishes for, like, an operation for Dot. Yakko wishes the weather can be a little better during this journey. Ha 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 ha. Brain wishes that he can rule the world. Obviously. Pinky wishes he could be with Farfic Newton. Oh. Uh, the Baron wishes that he could be king. Rita and Runt just wish that, like, Rita's like, wish I could be, if I had a home, I'd be happy. And Runt's like, if you were happy, I'd be happy too. Aww. They're so cute. They're so cute. Someone adopt these animals. Yeah. Then uh, Hello Nurse is just like, I wish I was respected, like, not for my looks, but for my mind. Mm -hmm. Because she has an IQ of 192. 192. For anyone who doesn't know much about IQ scores, um, is it the average or the median that's 100? I think it's the average. Uh, IQ score is 100. Um, Like, it's like the top of the bell curve. Um, And then as you get higher and lower, I mean, obviously. Um, and I believe under, actually, I don't know if that's evidence-based or not, so I'm not going to say that. Yeah, I, I don't, yeah, IQ's weird. Yeah. Um, but, like, it was estimated that Albert Einstein's IQ was 160. Yes, that is correct. Her IQ is 192. Which, like, here's the thing that I was confused. So I actually, because pa- I'm a nerd, yeah. I actually paused the movie to look at the equation that was on her chalkboard. Oh, nice. What was it? I've never even thought about that. Yeah, so it was like, uh, for some reason I didn't write it down, but it was Y, (laughs) it was Y plus, or X plus like Y minus 113 over the square root of like 545, and then below that was like a plus, and then Z over X, and like negative 330 something divided by, um like 60 something and then it equaled 192 and i was like i don't is that an equation for iq like i was like what how is this calculating your iq you 
The pigeons just want respect. They just want respect. Dr. Scratch and Sniff uh, wants the elixir to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, Slappy. Oh, she's got some medical issues. <laughs> Slappy's got some problems. <laughs> no. She just wants to retire and be left alone. And then Skippy's like, I love my Auntie Slappy. But she's an old cranky bitch, <laughs> is what he basically says. Oh um, and he, he just wants like to be around some kids his age, yeah. which makes sense. Which makes sense. It's like probably socialization not a good is very important for children. And if your socialization is slappy squirrel, that's not not the best. Yeah. Um, okay, so they're seeing this while other things going on. Um, Buttons is working so hard. She, like, Mindy's falling out of trees, and he, like, jumps, like, grabs her, sets her down on a branch, but he's comically not standing on a branch, so he just falls down. Oh, yes. And Mindy's just like, silly puppy, I love you, bye-bye. Which, I always love cartoon physics where um, you don't fall unless you look down. I think it's fun. I just think it's new. And Ralph is just like, I want to be a constable. I want to be a policeman. I want to be a pig. And Plots is um, like, you already already (laughs) And then at the very end, he's like, I know what I want to do. Direct. Traffic. <laughs> Spoiler. Um, and so then we get to the wagon mm-hmm. is stuck. See, yeah. And so Farfic Newton's tired. And they're just, you know, he needs to, she needs to move her bombacity, which I think is a third term. So she ass. moves it right on top of Sir... Doctor. Doctor. Otto. Scratch and sniff. I don't know why yeah. his name completely left my mind. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yeah, so um, and stuff- so then this is when they start crossing the wooden bridge. Yes. Um, so we see once again, uh, Button saves Mindy, and like there's a gap in the wooden bridge that she like bridges the gap on, and Mindy just like walks right across her, um, and then um, and then what's some... heading Buttons' way? We have some uh, casual fat phobia. Um, so we see yeah, uh, the hippos, um, uh, Marita and Flavio hippo. Yeah, I think in like the little skits that they're in, they live in like city like. In cities, penthouses, uh, super like a luxurious, and it's very much like, um, like Morticia Gomez, like love for love each that. other, and they're just like lavish. They look so happy and just like in love and carefree, and I love that for them. That's what they, yeah. The names are Marita and Flavio, um, and they just love each other. So yeah, so they are walking across the bridge, uh, but just having a difficult time holding it. But then we see. Alas, from Suspense. from the sky, um, from above, the airship is Collision. falling um, because it collides with the good feathers. Yes, 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 yes. And Hark, who sees Farfig Newton, and he sees Pinky. She, she, my bad. Um, sees Pinky and falling to his Farfig death. Newton goes into maximum overdrive. <laughs> <laughs> and runs to go save Pinky. Almost spat out your entire <laughs> drink. Uh, 
And like, you know, it's like, I am speed, Sonic gotta go fast, fast and furious. Oh, there's a reference to that later, to Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, fun. Um, And so, also, like, while this is going on, and the Warners are like, you know, going off, um, Baron and Ralph have a missile launcher from their wagon. Yeah, of course. And then starts tearing apart their sloop sled. Mm -hmm. Yeah, naturally. Which then turns into uh, snowboards. Yes. Were you confused by yeah. that? <laughs> nope. Um, not at all. And this is this is um, then, where we have this like fun br- jaunty tune. Um, and I have bum 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 ba da 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 da. What is that song? Dun 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 da 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 da. Dun 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 dun. Do not know, but it does indeed sound familiar. I mean, it's a classical musical piece. Da dun 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 da dun 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 da dun 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 da dun dun dun. No, it's da 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 da. Is that still Hungarian Rhapsody number two? Yeah. Okay. It is because um remember when Wacko's singing like I wish I may, I wish I might. Oh yeah. Find the wishing star tonight. Yes. That's the that's the music that's playing. So it's it's still Hungarian Rhapsody number two. Gotcha. Look at you. Who did that? Mr. Musical Analysis. Who did Hungarian Rhapsodies? Um, yeah, oh wait, no, I have it. I have it. Um, it's uh, Fran- Franz Litz. Litz. Oh Litz. yeah. List. List. I've never quite. List. List. Maybe he's German, so perhaps. Well, he's also French, but yeah, Franz List um, did Hungarian rhapsodies. Um, yeah, chaos ensues. Um, and this is where we find out the elixir apparently explodes because they throw a bottle well, of it. There, there was like because it's been shaken up a lot because it's going so fast. So like some things mix in because he is also a doctor. So he has some maybe have some chemicals in this like archaic time. I mean, like maybe, but it was like the bottles of elixir yeah. that were exploding. Which I'm just like, that's and then like yeah, buttons drinkable. gets like knocked into there with like redone run yeah um, and then like we see like the missile launcher kind of goes through the wagon and then redone and run and buttons shit. <laughs> yeah they like see that happening and they're like well fuck around and find out <laughs> they see something explode they look at each other they're like we're well. going to, we're going to kill these humans <laughs> uh, together some of you may die but that's a risk I'm willing to take. <laughs> So then, uh, Farfic Noon manages to run over and save Pinky and the other inhabitants of the air screw airship mm-hmm. thing. Um, and in ludicrous fantasy style, Farfic Noon's lick, lick, licks Pinky from his head to his toe. Which is so I wanna, cute. I wanna take <laughs> you down to the floor. Oh I wanna. Uh, uh. And then, <laughs> go, go, you nope, wanna you can stop <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to megan heckle um who oh that's her song so wacko <laughs> drinks a bottle of the exploding elixir and burps so loud that it causes an avalanche oh no no that's not no that's not the exploding elixir anymore everyone crashes everyone stops and then things crash and then you see a bunch of these liquids Pouring into a new bottle. Uh, I missed that and part. And then, okay. as a good scientist, whiff not waft, 
just kidding, that's the opposite. He just chug-a-lugs. And he's like, oh, this is not bad. Gives it to everyone. Everyone's like on the same page now. This is delicious. Wacko test. Yes. Burps. Burps. Avalanche. Um, Don't forget the second avalanche. And so they all snowboard down like the mountain. And here's my question. Uh, this is when I wrote down, when did Doc get better? Uh, which is spoiler for a couple of minutes later. Don't. No spoiler. Okay. What spoiler are you talking about? That Dot's not sick. No, yeah, that's a couple minutes later. It's like half an hour later. I mean, I guess. It's like half the movie later. No, we're in the last like 30 minutes of the movie already. The movie is an hour and nine minutes long. Oh. (laughs) Not bad. (laughs) So anyway, yeah, no, yeah, I mean, but if it's for whimsy, Dot's doing what she does best. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, so Avalanche and, like, the the Warner's the only one snowboarding and, like, you know, making it. Yeah, and so they make it all And then everyone else just, like, should have died. Yes, Correct. Fun fact, do you know how fast avalanches move? How fast? So there are different types of avalanches. Um, I don't remember all the different names, but there are three different types. Um, I think the slowest... Janet? <laughs> I think the slowest one uh, goes about like 30 to 40 miles an hour, but the fastest ones go like upwards of 80 miles an hour. That's so fast. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you they're they're the, dead. The score um, is so good. Oh, the score is fantastic! Like you can feel the snow coming out. Like it's this, it perfectly mimics what's actually happening in the movie, and I love that for them. Yeah, like people are literally dying. Yep. And then the Warners are the just shredding. <laughs> um, and so they get they make it to the star, and they find that the king has basically set up like a military camp mm-hmm. there. A quick reprise and, of the Wishing Star. Yeah, and built a full ice castle next to it. Like, okay, Elsa. Oh, I still have quite a bit left, but yes, another drink. And now we're going to get another drink. Seem so like a. Yeah, I had in my notes ice castle? Question mark? <laughs> Wild drink. <laughs> Cheers. <Rude. laughs> Dot um, coughs like a 70 year old with emphysema. Yes, uh, because, like, King Salazar is just like, I was like, oh, no, like, go fuck yourselves. Oh, no. And they're like, anyway. salad king, king salad bar. <laughs> and Dot's like, no, I'm the cute one. Even my cough's cute. <laughs> <laughs> Tress McNeil is so good at so uh, doing caricature, caricatures of old women. That's, I see it. That was so funny. She's also the she's also uh, the crazy cat lady in The Simpsons, I believe. I've never seen The Simpsons. Like I've I've seen clips and stuff. But I've ne- I don't think I've ever watched a full episode. Wow. It was I wasn't allowed to watch it when I was younger. By the time I got old enough to watch it, I didn't care. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Me and my siblings watched it when we were younger. Um, we had very like different dinner, parents. Like most nights, <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. So. They're just like, oh, execute the Warners. And then Yakko's like, no, no, no. But then you won't hear about... Which, like, the number um, of adults all the secrets... trying to kill these children is concerning yeah. to me. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, you don't know about, like, the other secrets of the Wishing Star. 
And they're like, other secrets? Well, so you know. And it was like, let's make a deal. So they're like in the ice castle, like having a feast. Oh, real just quick. Just straight up clowning this guy. Oh, real quick, before we got to the castle, I wanted to note when he gives the order to execute them, we get a real fun theme that like, I can't quite tell if it's a play on like the Imperial March or the Funeral March by Mahler, but the Imperial March is already a play on the Funeral March. So yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just I, I just really like that. Um, musical not imagery but thematic relevance i guess um it's like the imperial like that the imperial march and the funeral march are musical analogy yeah i guess so yeah like the the funeral march is kind of sampled or or revised i guess um for a lot of themes like that repurposed repurposed recycle Um, for things like the Imperial March, like anytime it, you need something like, yeah. you need a villain to look like something villainous or dangerous or something like that. Yeah. So I just thought it was really cool that they utilized that there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we're at the castle. And so they're just like, they're just acting like there's like, you got something in your nose. These and they're just like embarrassing are this the guy. inventors of yes and. <laughs> the fact, the, the like, way Wacko and Doc just go with it, I love it. <laughs> they are so much funny like goes to the bathroom they like locked it they're like we're in charge we're in charge and they was like who taught you to behave and they're like you see sir <laughs> we no one we're we have been orphans. orphans we're orphans and he was just like that's doesn't i doesn't sound we are, like i am not we are not the pirates of Penzance. <laughs> yeah and it's like they're like can you be our dad he's like absolutely not and they're like dad dad <laughs> daddy do i look just, like <laughs> yeah just impending it's just like insanity and then he was like tell me what you know and they're like no, no. And then we get into the cave of your worst nightmares yes um, which i would pull, definitely agree that these are some nightmarish images they they pull their nightmares from previous animaniacs episodes oh interesting okay so the first one um we see mr director played by paul rugg um, who this character is like parodying Jerry Lewis, um, who was an um, American comedian, um, actor, television personality, humanitarian, um, very well known for like saying um, like like fake Yiddish okay. kind of like exclamations. He worked a lot with Dean Martin. They were like a pair for a long time. So it's just like making fun of him. Um, Paul Rugg has also, he was also the voice of Freakazoid, Dark Lord Chuckles the Pig, the villain, mm-hmm. and Dave the Barbarian, Bubba Barbarian. Um, it's just really funny. And they're just like terrified. And then they get to the gas station was, bathroom. Was it in Dave the Barbarian, that line that's just like, using only a squirrel, some rope, and a megaphone, Dave constructed a <laughs> megaphone. <laughs> Yeah, and I loved his sword. I think the sword's name was Tallulah. Yes, yeah, it was. Oh my gosh. Tallulah could get it. Been... Good sir. <laughs> and it's a dildo if you're brave enough. I believe you truth. Um, um, our joke was funnier. Is a little after the nightmares, but that's my next note. Yeah, Um. so yeah, there's the gas station attendant who's also the voice of Bobby um who hasn't cleaned the bathroom in three years i before they even went in i was like oh no Uh uh-uh 
And then we see, uh, played by Jeff Bennett, a baloney the dinosaur. Yeah. And he's like, I love you. And they're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Fun stuff. And so they, like, get to the other side. And they're like, we'll tell you anything. We'll tell you anything you want to hear. Just don't make us go Just back. don't make us go back. So, bad comedy, a gas station bathroom, and this beloved children's character. <laughs> Absolutely not anything but that. Which is just hilarious. Uh-huh. Um, and so then they say, it's not what you wish for, but how you wish, wish for it. it? It's more complicated than you think. And so he goes through all these different types of wishes, basically wishing to be rich. Genie rules. Yeah, genie rules. Like he wishes for like a million bucks, no, two million bucks, and then like two million (laughs) male deer trample him. You know, like stuff like that. Good thing it wasn't mating season. And then again, we see like cross-species flirtation. It was just very uh, prevalent. I thought that would have been the the, the the theme from the Wheel of Morality, turn, 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 tell us the lesson that we should learn. They did that at the end of, like, a lot of episodes. Oh. And sometimes it would just be, like, random-ass things. Like, it was, like, pay your taxes, but if you don't have to, get away with it. You know, just, like, I mean, random big facts. things. Um, All the dough in the world. Huh. And Yakko's, like, pastry see, dough. like, pastry joke. It's a joke. Do you get it, jackass? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking and bitch. And then calls the guards and be, like, execute them right now. I'm not fucking around anymore and they get like tied up to some (laughs) uh stalagmites yes stalagmites Stalagmites. yeah because you might trip over them they might reach Um, the top i like mine i don't like yours um these kids are iconic also dot because then dot is just like dot is that it's like what any last requests and dot's like yeah let's free (laughs) it's like no Please, and then she turns up Pleasy, the cuteness to a Pleasey, wheezy, <laughs> and the guy's just like, I can't, man, I can't, I can't do it. The cuteness, I can't do it. No. Uh, Dot is that bitch. She really is. They are freed. Um, um and then guy. the king, the king, like finds out that they're freed from the guard who let them free. Yes. And he's just like they're too clever, just like their parents. And they're like, "Wait, what?" And he's like, "Nothing." What does that um, mean? Let's 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 kill them. So they're off to the wishing star, and they fired a cannon at them, and it hits Dot directly, and you see her crumpled in the <laughs> snow. What did you, th- Raven? Tell me your thoughts. I literally wrote down, "Dot gonna die." <laughs> Dot gonna die. And then update, she dead. And then dot dot dot, damn, because she's alive. But, like, sadly, uh, like, when she was, like, in her last breath, she's like, tell me tell the story. Tell me the story. Again. And then she tells the story. And as, she, and as she says, uh, call me Dottie and you'll die, she dies. But then she doesn't actually die because she's fine. And then all the guards are mad at also, the king. It's like, you killed her. I was like, you fired the cannon. In the time it took her to tell the story, y'all could have walked to that damn wishing star. <laughs> she knows how to, you know, capture it was room. It was giving written vibes. Yeah. yeah, and it was very much, uh, and then, yeah, and then when they're like, wait, where's the other brother? And Yak, a wacko is just like touching the star, like got to the star. And they were like, no, and Dot's like, I'm feeling better now. <laughs> Those acting, acting lessons, lessons paid, paid off. off. Uh, and I was like, oh, she's fine. Um, yeah, so and then, then we... Uh, wacko gets the wish and he thinks really hard, what does he what wish does he for? Wish and for Raven, it. he wishes tell, for... Tell our listeners... What he wishes for. 
not one, but importantly, and this is important, listeners, two hay pennies. Two separate two hay se- pennies. Not a penny. Two hay Because that's practically worthless. Two hay two pennies. Two hay pennies. And everyone's like silent. And then Jack and Dot, they're like, they're, they're, they're like, they're real. And then everyone cheers. He's Yo, got two poor, hay pennies today. <laughs> um, um, and so then, then uh, from the announcement of the two hay pennies, uh, Plots is just like, no more taxes. Which felt weird. Yeah, and so they have enough for... It was a perfect wish, because like everyone pretty much what they got, they were able to get Dot's needed operation. Mm-hmm. And what was that operation? Her right? operation was a plastic surgery operation <laughs> to add a beauty mark. And I died laughing like <laughs> but she called it a, she calls it a cutie mark cindy crawford Gosh. eat your heart out i died laughing i was oh my gosh it's, it's just like are you serious um this bitch was we not find sick. out the elixir elixir was a success with the new you know crafting team rita and runt um hello nurse came up with the bottle design test taste test burped approved yep uh wacko is just stimulating the local economy but the thing is the narrator says, oh, I never said, the narrator's voiced by Tom Baudet, who also was, like, the announcer in the Animaniacs. Okay. Um, but also says the phrase, the hay pennies ch- changed hands all over town. You, is, there, is there a problem with that? Like, the process of that, they're like, everyone's rich now. Oh. Which proves <laughs> money is fake. And I love that. The mind's so, still there, so the town's not perfect anymore. Mm-hmm. Slappy's tree came back to life so he can rest easy. Skippy made some friends. Slappy's not happy about it. Nope. It's just like, oh god, I'm gonna have to have the talk with him. Button um got like rewarded for like Finally. You know, recognized for like what he's been doing. Mindy's like, Hi mom. Um She's which like, you honestly call I don't mom. like as much. As hey lady, I don't like it as much either. Yeah, so the elixir's a success, so it's Scratchy Cola with their new CEO who's like, you know, really killing the game. Hello, nurse. Crushing it. Plots becomes a king. Uh, Burgermeister king. Mm-hmm. So he just opens fast food he restaurants. And that's, yep. that's, that's um, a path. Ralph directs traffic. Uh, the pigeons have feigned respect. <laughs> By because they like sit in front of the, of the Warner statues, and they're like, "We love those three things that we see right now." They're like, "We're three That's things." That's us. It must be us. <laughs> um, the Warners found their birth certificates in the hospital and find out they Are were the children royalty. of the former king and queen. And then they kick Salazar out, literally on his butt, and he gets eaten alive by dogs. I, yeah, I assume he's dead. Are we? Are we going to talk about that? <laughs> I see no need. Okay. Um, uh, Pinky was made the royal stable mouse, which is like, hey, he gonna fuck them here's, a, here's a character that wants to fuck a horse. Let's put him in charge of the horses. Do you remember that dude who fucked a horse and then he issued an apology and we were like, who are you apologizing to? No, wasn't a guy that, there was also a guy that got fucked by a horse and died. Yeah, you can get fucked to death by a horse. Their penises are massive. Yeah. It was like Mr. Happiest, uh, whatever. Mm. Doesn't matter. Um, 
and he was made the but he was made the royal stable mouse by the new prime minister to the warner siblings brain so like brain is a pretty good wingman yeah oh yeah as much as he chastises and physically abuses well, pinky, yeah, he, he, he loves pinky deep down he loves he pinky. loves him um and then brain's just like what are we going to do next plan for the sequel when we take over the world and we get the their the pinky, pinky, their and pinky and the brain um poor mime just they like, really just, hate this mime i don't yeah. there's no accounting for it they don't explain why and then we get into, like, the ending song, which is basically, like, Never, Never Give Up, up Hope, that turns into a bit from Animaniacs. The wheel of morality, turn, 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 tell us the lesson that we should learn. Mm-hmm. And what is the moral of the story? That you should never, ever give up hope. If you're feeling bad, just deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> that's on you. <laughs> yeah, that's on you. Oh. And then we get to the conclusion of this musical. Did you did you have a fun time during this musical? I really did. This is um it was a fun like again zany great word. Uh it's a fun z- Oh, they're zany to the max. They have baloney in their slacks. They're animani. Totally insane. Animaniacs. Pink, pink, pinky and the brainy. Oh true. Shirley McClaney. I only They have like a lot of I only know that thing that. because of you, because you sing it all the time. Um you, you actually do sing that theme a lot, now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like... Um, so, music by um, a number of different people. So, we have... Um, the main credits go to Tom Ruger, Randy Rogel, who did the lyrics, and then Richard Stone and Julie Bernstein, who did the music. So, all of these individuals mm. worked on the actual show, Animaniacs, as well. So, Tom Ruger was one of the creators of Animaniacs. Um, he's an animator, screenwriter, storyboard artist, and lyricist. Man just really does it all. Um, he created Animaniacs and Hysteria. Do you remember Hysteria? I don't think so. Oh my god. Okay, so I loved Hysteria. My family had a couple of VHS tapes. Oh my god, VHS tapes. My family had a couple of tapes of the show. This um, movie was a straight-to-VHS movie. Wild. <laughs> Spielberg did want it to, like, go to theaters, though. Yeah. I could see this doing well in theaters. Um, Same. It, I mean, critically acclaimed, pretty much everyone It won four Annie Awards. It got, like, 98%, like, people review and, like, I think 96% critic review or something like that. Um, it, was, it was received very, very well. Um, mm-hmm. But... Yeah, so uh, he created Animaniacs and Hysteria, and Hysteria was a, another children's cartoon that um, basically told history, but through, like, joke and song form. So, like, Animaniacs type of style, but, like, all the cartoons are people, and they're, like, telling actual stories from history. Like, Henry VIII was, like, a big one, like, Ivan the Terrible, mm-hmm. and, like, stuff like that. Um, so I actually learned a lot of, like, my early history, like... European history, I guess, is what they focus on mostly um, from that. So that was really cool. Um, he began his career writing for Gilligan's Planet, which is one of multiple spinoffs from Gilligan's Island. Um, he worked with Gene McCarty and Steven Spielberg at Warner Brothers, and they worked together on, among other things, uh, Tiny Toon Adventures, Pinky and the Brain, Batman the Animated Series, and Freakazoid. And he... Okay, and those four shows explain me as a person. I see that. Batman to the a concerning series. 
Batman the Animated Series is the best version of Batman that there has ever been. It's the most... I feel like it's the most award-winning Batman as I well. I think so. It's so incredible. It's Yeah. Tiny Toons is great. Freakazoid. I haven't thought great. of Freakazoid in such a long time. Love it. Talked about it this week, actually. Oh, nice. With my boyfriend. He, like, mentioned... He was like, did you ever watch the show Freakazoid? And I was like, of course I did. <laughs> Um, he's won 14 Emmys. Yeah, exactly. Um, then we have Randy Rogel, who is a writer, producer, singer, songwriter, and pianist. Um, so he has won two Emmys and one Annie. Um, he wrote for Animaniacs, Hysteria, and Sonic the Hedgehog. That's the callback there. Um. Oh, nice. Which Sonic the Hedgehog? Um, it was a T. The Jaleel White ones? I don't know. I've never watched Sonic the Hedgehog. Jaleel White voiced like three different Sonic shows in the nineties. Of course he did. Why wouldn't he? I feel like Jaleel White is one of those insane. is one of those celebrities that just does random stuff, and you're just like, oh, you're here. Yeah. <laughs> I remember like when I was watching Dreamgirls, like I forgot Frankie he was Nunes in it. Movie? Big Fat Liar. Yeah, of course I did. Oh my gosh, that movie's in great. Paul Giamatti, hungry as the. <laughs> <laughs> If I was blue or green, I would die. I, I would green, die. If I, I was blue, I would die. Eiffel 65, is that the name of that band? I think so. I don't fucking know. Um, I'm going to look it up. So, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up. Like right this second? Yeah. It is. Okay. Um, I was I was like, is it 64 or 65? So he 69. also has um, several soundtrack credits, including Monsters at Work, Phineas and Ferb, Rio 2, and Emperor's New School. Exactly that. Face. Oh, I've watched all of those. <laughs> right. Um, no, I haven't seen Rio. Rio's pretty good. I mean, it's okay. Um, so. Uh, well, way to backtrack. <laughs> Are you trying to impress? <laughs> so the composers, um, Richard Stone and Julie Bernstein. Richard Stone uh, is a is an American composer. He's composed for Looney Tunes, Tasmania, Sylvester, and, and Tweety's Adventures, um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and Sixteen Candles. Um, so he is fantastic. He's won a ton of awards. Um, and he worked with Julie Bernstein, who was his orchestrator. Um, she's also orchestrated for her husband, Stephen Bernstein. Um, as far as I can tell, no relation to Leonard Bernstein, but not entirely sure. Mm. Um, uh, but the, the last name is spelled the same. Um, but Julie Bernstein is a composer, songwriter, orchestrator, and singer. Um, she's done pretty much all the same shows as all of them. So all of them I've worked on, like Tiny Toons, Pinky in the Brain, Pinky Elmira in the Brain, yeah. Animaniacs, like Hysteria, all of them. Um, and she also wrote the songs for Tiny Toons Adventures, specifically <gasps> Spring Break Special um, and Night Goolery, like those uh, movies. Um, I know them yeah <laughs> and yeah so this movie was very well received so during like so some of the earlier screenings of the movie um on like children and parents um they had like super positive reactions and they got like a 97 percent um positive review from the children and parents and then um 98 of like the children by themselves uh rated very well and it got four annie awards for the i just movie. looked up like the rotten tomatoes for it there isn't a critic score but the audience score is like uh like in the upper seventies, like almost in eighty percent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's. I can't think of like anything you can really dislike about this movie. The, yeah, there there wasn't really any. I was because I haven't watched this movie in years. I was like, I wonder if this still holds up. Because it also, does. It's also like I think I think one of the really great things about this movie, um, and, and something that helps it kind of hold up is that like, 
there's almost not really a plot. Like, there's a thing, there's a big thing that happens. There's a Thaddeus plots. Was what? Baron Thaddeus von Plotz. <laughs> I hate you. Um, but there's there's not a huge there's not really a plot. It's like a thing happens because of another thing, and then everything else just like, have which I guess is a way to describe most plots. That, 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 I, like, think, yeah, I think he's just describing a plot. <laughs> no, but it's like. I don't know. I feel like there's really only one thing it's, that happens and then just fall out from that thing as opposed to a series of actual events happening, if that makes sense. I mean, again, I think that's just like a plot. I think like because I know, there, I there's think, side plots, there's side motive, there's different motivations there of different characters. Yes. Uh, Pinky and the Brain trying to rule the world. Okay, but um, that's just... The elixir stuff, people's different dreams. There's, like, core points that, like, you know, unifies a lot of things through song. But there's, like, other stuff going on. Okay. There's just, like, you know, the political turmoil. <laughs> that's a subplot. Um, I also did at some point write down... It's like, a medical drama. I also did write down at one point, um, oh, so the cops here are violent, too. That's great. <laughs> Raven, <laughs> you are so fucking funny. Okay, um, so Campbell, what are we playing today? Yeah. Okay, so I felt like being very ambitious. Raven will be playing a violin. I'm being playing the clarinet. So how this is gonna work out? We will be doing the song "Never Give Up Hope." Oh. And if you're familiar with that song, there's a lot do of that. like. There's a lot of parts. There's a lot of people singing. So it's just be like, oh, is someone going to be playing like the melody and then the backing? That's all like, you know, just fast eighth notes and stuff. We will be switching off like every two no. minutes. Yes. Campbell, I cannot do this. We're going to try. Be right back. Huh. Hey everyone, in addition to our other nonprofit partners, I would like to do a quick plug for the Dodario Foundation. The Dodario Foundation is a nonprofit grant making organization that provides monetary and product support to high quality music instruction programs on the front line to improve access to music education. And every single cent raised goes directly to getting kids involved in community music programs, acquiring and maintaining instruments, providing college scholarships, and supporting new innovations in music education across 41 U.S. states and 180 cities. They accept monetary donations, of course, but also instruments. So if you have an old instrument that you no longer use, please consider donating it to the Dodario Foundation, where they can get it into the hands of a student in need. However you're able to contribute, you can go to dodariofoundation.org about slash donate. That is Dodario Foundation, D-A-D-D-A-R-I-O, foundation.org slash about slash donate. Now please enjoy the sultry sounds of me and Campbell destroying music. Not bad. Not that bad. Was the that was good. Part. That was the easy so. part. So. <laughs> just think, just think the lyrics and just do whenever you have lyrics. <laughs> um, let me, okay. Give me a quick second. Another sub-zero morning. And then I go, and still there's nothing to eat. My feet couldn't get much colder. Our breath is a main source of heat. 
Okay, so we're we're only going to do the lyrics. Yeah, that seems easier. Okay, so this is a song you practice, not sight read. <laughs> oh, but it's gonna be so quick, and I'm not gonna be able to hear you. I'll try to play louder. Okay, so this will be, I'm trying to think what, oh, I don't have a metronome on my tuner. Oh, I do, on my other tuner. Oh, we're going to do the same, the same tempo? One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. It's the same tempo, but it goes from two, four to four, four. Oh. Right? Oh, I guess no. so. I mean, maybe, I don't know. That's just what we'll do. Sounds good to me. Can you hear that? Yes. Just going to pick up to verse two. Pick up to forty six. Are we going further? Yeah, I think we should stop there. Cool. I think. Yeah, I think we can do it. If we go at that tempo, I can do it. Yeah, and it's very like call and response, and I think that's a fine way to sight read right now for us. Agreed. I can actually hear you very well, so I think this is gonna work. Okay. Yeah. So. One. Two, three, four. That sounds like a good tempo. Yeah, but that first measure, 29, is still in 2-4. Oh, true. You're right. Well, oh, yeah. We're doing pickups. So, okay. so, one, two, one, two, one, two. I don't know why my brain stopped reading music <laughs> that's fine 
Do you want to do verse two to verse three now? Mm-hmm. It's like the same stuff, right? Pretty much. It looks the same. But it's a different key signature now. Correct. Um, I have do- five sharps. I know, that sucks for you. Um, I'm good, though. Do you want to just go into it, or do you need practice? No, I'm good. A sharp's the tri- tricky one, but, like, if A sharp, the stuff will forward sharp. So I, I got it. I got it up here. You know what I'm saying? Picking up one, putting down. It's the one you're stepping in. Do you hear what I'm fucking telling you? Are you tasting <laughs> what I'm cooking? Do you smell what the rock's cooking? Can you smell what the rock is cooking? Yes. Jabroni. Okay. I had to explain to my parents what a jabroni is the other day. And I was like, oh, wow, the code switch divide really goes both ways. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what a world. Uh, Verse two. You have the pickup. Yep. One, two, one, two, three, four. uh, Nope. I don't know why I did like that. Okay. Uh, You just start and then I'll follow. Okay. One, two, one, two. Oh, nope. I didn't chase key signatures is the problem there. Um, it's okay. It's I, not like I mentioned it. I played a G. No, I played the G sharp and then I still... Actually, I guess I played a regular A, so I was kind of in tune, but not really. I mean, you do have a regular A. Okay, yeah, okay. So one, yeah. two, one, two, three. Narf? I love that you actually said it. (laughs) Narf? Do you remember remember having pieces back in like middle school orchestra where you, yeah. 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 Why do you always have a saying stuff? uh, Actually, my concert that will be next month, we're doing uh, this song called The Byzantine Dances. Mm. It goes so fast fucking hard i'll send you like a recording of it but there's parts that we like snap like and then it gets faster apart and then like a lot of the like low stuff before these really fun high woodwinds like like they have some really cool like harmonic stuff going on and we go we just like clap and at the very end we shout hey and it hypes us up so much it's we in rehearsal with that song i love that for you Okay, verse four. There's another key change. Why are there so many key changes? And now I have five sharps and you have like seven. Oh my gosh. Yeah, everything's sharp for me. We done did it. And not too bad, actually. Yeah, it's just it's granted it the- if we had played more than just the lyrics, I would have been struggling. <laughs> oh, you and me both. Oh my gosh. I still that played a few been- D naturals, but that's that's not I, go there. I really like that song. I didn't know how I could do it that we like who would play the melody or not. So I was just like, fuck it, we both will. We both do. I love that for us. That was fun. That was that was yeah. a great that was a great song arrangement, Campbell. That is a good song that we could just practice sober. Yes. So, Raven, on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate this musical? 
See, okay. Mm-hmm. On the one hand, I can't think of an inherent reason not to give it a 10. Like, it's not bad. But at the same time, I'm just like, but like, it's not like Chicago. You know what I mean? But like, the score is so good. The score is so good. And the I'm thinking it's at least an 8. I, I want to go 9. I think I'll go 9. 9 out of 10. I, I'm deciding between 9 or 10. And like, I agree it's not like, but at the same time, I rated the, no, I rated, you rated Tenacious D a 10. Oh, that's fair. I think I'd give this a 10. I rated the Muppet movies a 10. You know what? I'll give this a 10. I'll give this a 10. This right. is a solid movie with a great moral. It's great for kids. It's great for parents. It's hilarious. It's zany, but a great word. Ugh. Zane to the max. Oh, man. I don't know. I love this movie so much. I'm so glad that we finally got to do it. Yeah. I'm glad the drink worked out. I'm I was I'm happy with the music. Overall, I think we did great. And it, and what a fun time for an hour. Yeah, just a, just a fun time. Yeah. I Listeners, if you're looking for like an hour, hour ten minutes to kill, watch Wacko's Wish. I think it's on Hulu. It's a great. I movie. say think because I know because that's how I watched it. Because that's where we watched it. Yes, correct. Uh, Campbell. Yeah. What's up? Where can you find us? You can find us wherever podcasts are found, and that be Podbean, Apple Products, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pandora, all that stuff. And if, obviously, you're already listening on one of those platforms, um, but we hope you share to other people where you can find us in case they don't use those platforms. And whatever platform you do use, I hope that you like rate or comment where you can i'm pretty sure all of them you can at least rate us now mm. and by rating us favorably 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 well favorably mm-hmm. if you rate us well uh <laughs> that like increases us like with a weird algorithm stuff so more people can listen to us yeah. and what we're trying to do is you know spread uh you know a lot of good music education nonprofit work along with this podcast and that just helps them out if there's something you're like hey i don't really like this you can do better um be free to email us at boozicals at gmail.com uh boozicals b-o-o-z-i-c-a-l-s at gmail.com uh, also email us if you have any musical recommendations or cocktail recommendations and you can also do the same if you dm us on instagram at boozicals again at b-o-o-z-i-c-a-l-s i like to photoshop some fun stuff uh, when we release new episodes, I don't know, and it's a good platform when we're, you know, experimenting with different cocktails, sharing resources for different music education nonprofits, and just, you know, musical news. We're trying to do more of that on our Instagram as well. So, you know, give us a follow, give us a like. Yeet.